Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine enthusiasts who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, Michelle introduces you to a prominent woman and takes a peek inside her life. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm talking with Amy Groth, who is the proprietor of Prohibition Spirits and is featured in Wine Country Women of Sonoma County. Amy, thank you so much for inviting me to your little shop. Well, thank you for coming. Yes, it's so nice to be able to do something like this at our tasting room here in Cornerstone. So I, thank you. Of course. I love this. I love this little spot. It's it's like a little slice of heaven. You know, the weather's perfect and you have a little garden and you've got a million spirits to choose from. <laughs> this is true. Yes. A little bit for uh, for everyone. Yes. Something for everyone, for sure. Right. Well, before we dive into letting people know um, everything about prohibition spirits and your role here, let's talk about your first job ever, your first professional job. What was it? So my first professional job, I was kind of the jack of all trades at a steel service center. I was um, PR and marketing and sales and special events. Uh, and that was for a few years, and then I uh, slowly launched my own uh, event company, which was great, and I had that for 22 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which did you enjoy most? (laughs) Oh, for sure. Working for myself, no doubt about it. (laughs) What's one of the events that you did that really stands out that you can tell us about? Wow. Well, I have a very dear friend who lives in LA named Diane Valentine. She does quite a few events. She's been doing this for years as well. And we met years back and she brought me on to um, assist with her for Usher's wedding, his second wedding. So that was a lot of fun. That was uh, definitely hands-on and and pretty, pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah memorable for sure (laughs) yes there's a lot of stories that I can't tell but it was such a fun time so in a lot of work but that I'd have to say one of the most memorable for sure well I so want to ask so many questions and you you won't answer any of them so I'm not going to do it (laughs) your career has evolved since then Mm -hmm. now you're here in Sonoma County or actually in the town of Sonoma with a spirits business tell us Mm -hmm. how you landed here Well, it's kind of a follow your passions and dreams type story. Uh, My husband and I and our three kids were living back in Boulder, Colorado, and had a great life there, definitely no complaints, but we were at that point where let's shake things up a little bit and keep dreaming. And so we were both pretty much working remotely. He's an environmental scientist by trade, and again, I had my own company, so that was easy. And Uh, we decided to choose a location and work would follow. So we wanted to be near the ocean, near the mountains for skiing, near a great city, um, fantastic place to raise a family. And uh, someone, one of my girlfriends from college mentioned Sonoma and we came here, fell in love with it, went back to Boulder, moved, uh, sold everything and moved out here six months later. And we, you know, didn't know anybody and started the first distillery since Prohibition. So, and we launched with our limoncello. So that's kind of 
the reason why we did it because we fell in love with limoncello uh, t- 22 years ago uh, from our first trip to Italy and just absolutely loved everything about it, like the environment it created, the, the taste, the artisanal aspect. And we were tasting here in wine country and we're like, this is very similar to Italy. And we were also looking at moving to Italy and, uh, um, but with three young children and the healthcare system and the language barrier, we weren't quite sure how that would play out. So we uh, were like, this is amazing. This is our version of Italy. And uh, you know, all these wineries, they, they weren't offering limoncello or the restaurants. And we're like, well, we know how to do this. And we also knew how to make wine because we planted a vineyard where we lived as well. And so we did it as a hobby but uh, nobody was doing limoncello. So we came out to be the first certified organic ingredient limoncello out there in North America. So it was pretty cool. To be the first, yes. Yeah, to be the first. And it was was a fun process and, you know, learning something every day, which is great and never a dull moment. And when did you move to Sonoma? 2008. 2008. So you've been here 12 years. Right. How often do you come out with a new product? <laughs> <laughs> well, lately it seems like every few weeks, but uh, you know we come out with a new product seasonally. So let's talk about some of those products. Okay. What are some of your favorites first? Well, your personal favorites. So personal favorite, of course, is Limoncello because that's like our baby of the mm-hmm. company, and it's just nice and refreshing. We learned. Years ago, that the stuff is, that's imported is very medicinal or super syrupy-like. Um, they use uh, so many preservatives and, and dye for the color, and ours goes back to that natural trajectoria kind of aspect. So, and we do small batches, so we want the freshest stuff out there. Uh, so that has to be the first, and then we've created my husband and I between the two of us over 60 products. So we have probably right now about 50 SKUs out. And as we're looking around here at the tasting room, we have over 40 products for people to choose from with different flights. And um, one of my, I love our elderflower liqueur. Uh, Our flavor profile is very light and um, non-sugary or syrupy. We just want the essence of the flavor. So the elderflower is lovely. It's not very syrupy. It's very low in sugar, uh, but but quite lovely. And it, you know, just over ice, it works really well. Um, we also have um, our smoked chocolate liqueur, which is to die for us. Wow. So that's really lovely too. And that that works well again just for sipping, but it's great over vanilla bean ice cream. Uh, I cook and bake with a lot of these, so I've had time to play. Uh, we've got a great gin line. It's We have six in our gin line, actually seven now. And we're low on the juniper, so it's not super high in juniper, which is kind of the reason why I really didn't like gin in the first place. But my husband's so sweet, and he listens to me, and... and uh, <laughs> You know, and, and I don't think really he really cares for it either. So we have a couple of traditional style gins, and then we have non-traditional style gins. Like our melon mint gin is... Oh, I love that one. Oh, yeah, you do, don't you? That's I right. Do. I love that. It's from Cantaloupe Melon, and it's just super smooth. We have um, our pink gin, which the color comes from hibiscus flower, which is 
uh, I don't know. It's beautiful Awfully to pretty. look at. It is. Definitely. <laughs> and it tastes is so good. And then I really like our barrel-aged gin uh, that's aged in our bourbon barrels for nine months. It tastes like a light whiskey. So Very it's cool. surprising. And, and you don't really, uh, people who taste it, they don't expect it to be a gin. So you definitely have something for everyone here. Yeah. What is your specific role? So my specific role is... I don't know. That's a really good question. My husband is the distiller. Uh, and you I, do everything else. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, we work really well together. And we, uh, you know, if he needs help bottling or, you know, I taste everything that we produce together and to make sure it fits our palates and hopefully somebody else will love it too. Uh, but I would have to say probably special events for sure and sales. So... Those are two of my key roles that I, I do. And then I also love delivering and, and just, you know, working with people hands-on and on how they can work with the product and use the product. But also, it's just so nice to say hi and thank you for embracing us. A memorable event or an annual event that you have that people have to come to. I know our environment is a little unusual these days, but still love to hear about an event that's popular that people are always eager to attend. We have a, a, a really, we've built up a spirits club, which is so fun and huge thanks to our manager, Jack Yalanese, for that. And you know, it's so cool to see, you know, lots of different ages, you know, they live all over the place and they come here for our pickup parties and just, you know, recently through COVID-19, we've been doing these Zooms, which is a lot of fun. And so just curated experiences that they could buy in. And then it's basically a cocktail class for an hour. And we throw a little fun with special guests in there to provide music and yoga or different exercises, uh, breathing, stuff for your mind, everything. So it's more well-rounded. And I think, you know, we certainly look forward to it because we so love our club and the people who attend and embrace us. But I think they're having a good time too. Yeah. I'm sure they are. Yeah. How could they not have a good time? Right. So that's something that's continuous. Uh, which is not just an annual thing. It's pretty fun. Has there been a mentor in your career or someone that's helped you and your husband even guide you through this spirits world? Yeah. (laughs) That sounds funny. So it's true, right? I know. It's uh, on so many different levels. Uh, So my mom had a zest for life and was a... um, a entrepreneur, my father, total businessman, and again, zest for life, but he really knew numbers and how to build a business. And then my grandparents, they had a huge zest for life with, with both of those combined, but also uh, self-entrepreneurs, and they traveled the world. And, and it was, I played this game with them at a very young age, and I'm, I, I don't even, it's way too young, but it was so funny. It was called Around the World. And so they would bring back liqueurs or spirits from different places that they visited around the world. And we would sit in on their dining room table around it and they would pour a little bit of each and we would sip it and they would tell a story of 
where they bought it, how it's used, how it's made, uh, what you serve it with. And, and it was just the whole education. It was really cool. And it opened our eyes up, uh, my sister and I, about, you know, all this stuff is, this is known in Croatia, this is known in Russia, this is known in Italy, and it was just the coolest thing. And, and then they also introduced us to champagne, and I love champagne and sparkling wine. So I'd have to say my passion from travel and spirits, which is combined, and my husband's as well now, is, is from them. Okay. So they were, they were excellent mentors. Wonderful. They were entrepreneurial. Right. They, yeah, their, their answer is <laughs> they like... They instilled that in you. Exactly, yeah. You would say, I have an idea, and they'd be like, wow, tell me more. I want to hear all about it. Versus, I don't know. That doesn't seem okay or safe, or you know, they wouldn't shut it down. They were always open for... you know, And that's what we tell our kids, because they also have products that we sell. They have their own lines. And, you know, we just tell them, all you need is an idea. And then let's move forward with it and figure out how to do it. Yeah, that's yeah. great because yeah. you're encouraging. Right. Your parents encouraged you. You're encouraging your kids. Yeah. Um, top moment of your career so far? Well, I'm so excited to be in a book. <laughs> I mean, that is very cool. Thank you, Michelle. Well, my... I'm honored to have you in the oh, book. Well, you're, you. I mean, you're pretty amazing. I, you know, it's, it's really cool to have the passion of what you do because it makes uh, putting in the hours and, you know, long days and just makes it so much better and so much more rewarding. So I think just acknowledgement. Um, I believe like every day sharing what we do, our passion, and for those who embrace it, whether if it's, purchasing a bottle or doing a taste or over a zoom or you know via email and just having them uh, I guess listen and, and just follow up I'd, I'd have to say most recently uh, we changed our business model and we started making hand sanitizers back in at the beginning of March so that has probably been a huge top thing most recently because I got recognized for it we, immediately. It was really cool. Well, we, it started out because my husband's sister who lives in Colorado, she uh, was mentioning like, I don't have, you know, it's so difficult to find hand sanitizer and toilet paper here. And I don't know what the deal is. And they got hit prior to California with that. And so Fred was like, well, we have the stuff and the know-how, let's do it. So we started talking about it and he came home with four different cocktail inspired hand sanitizers. <laughs> and because it makes sense since we're here at a sure. distillery. And so we put them out there for sale. Uh, March 3rd was the first date at our tasting room thinking those people who come in, tourists, locals, uh, I've always had hand sanitizer in my car and purse just personally for years. And then uh, we were featured on the news on Channel 2 and ABC and uh, NBC and, and certainly quite appreciative. And the calls started coming in, the emails, the orders. And so we were helping people out who were sending it to their family members in New York and back east. And uh, that was pretty cool. But the turning point was when I think... Children's Hospital contacted us and said, we need hand sanitizer. We can't get it anywhere. And can you please help us out? 
And then other hospitals contacted us. And then counties contacted us. Oh, wow. And then people out of state, like hospitals and counties, contacted us. And that became a much bigger thing. And we realized, like, well, this is pretty cool that we're doing this, but also we're helping people at the same time, which is pretty neat. And then uh, we've donated a lot as well, which is makes us super happy. But we don't really pat ourselves on the back for that stuff. It's just what you do. Right. In a crazy situation that we're in right you yeah. do those things you step up right and you guys did yeah that's awesome thank you how do you manage to balance your work and <laughs> your work life how do you have work-life balance you work with your husband you go home to your husband <laughs> and right. then you have kids right and they're involved in the business too how right. does it work how do you make it work Amy well I think since I've worked at home for a long time and uh had my own business for years it's it's just a balancing act you know and hopefully I do it gracefully I think you know with working with my husband we're not always at the same location and you know we constantly communicate and bounce things off of each other uh, we also have a nice round table of um, friends and in different industries that we bounce ideas off of as well but it's um that's the great part about working for yourself is your priorities. And for us, it's always family first. And, you know, when our kids have a soccer game or they've got tennis or they have something else, you know, we work really hard to make it happen where we can be there for those events. And then, yeah, we may work until midnight or wake up at six the next day and start working. But we, we kind of make sure that it's, I don't know, we're, we're parents of three teenagers and we want to be a parent until they're, you know, well, for the duration, we bought the ticket, we're taking <laughs> right. the ride, but hopefully it's at, in a graceful manner. So okay. we, we breathe a lot. I know our wine intake and our spirit intake has definitely gone up during the whole COVID-19 thing. Um, but it's, uh, you know, we, we eat healthy, we exercise on a regular basis, we get plenty of sleep so it's not like well you all must just adore each other <laughs> well yes that's the thing with marriage you know people say oh no I love him but really do you like him <laughs> you right. know he and must truly be your best friend definitely yeah I really like my husband and he truly is my best friend and you know we just had our 25th wedding anniversary and together for 28 and and he makes me laugh every day all that's day long a, so that's huge that's what we all hope for right right As i mean for a spouse right yeah, yeah 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 and the kids are pretty darn good too learn more about the women who live in wine country when you purchase one of our lifestyle books at winecountrywomen.com you love wine and at total wine and more you can count on getting the service you deserve their team of fun and friendly experts are extensively trained and even travel everywhere from California to Europe to meet the producers themselves. Stop by, check out over 8,000 bottles, and see why those who know wine always drink interesting at Total Wine & More. Well, let's talk about your personal life. Okay. <laughs> seems like a good time. Yeah. How did you guys choose Sonoma? All the places you could have lived in wine yeah. country. How did you select Sonoma? Sonoma is so lovely. I mean, the the weather here is incredible. The people here, they're um, they just 
be. You know, there's there. It's not a tit for tat type thing. People are genuinely uh, interested. People, there's so many uh, incredible people here with so many different um, walks of life and industries that, you know my goal is just to keep asking questions. I feel like everyone's like an onion, you know, there's always layers. And so it's so great to learn about the community here. And, um, you know, it's a great place to raise children. I love San Francisco. I love the mountains. I love the beach. But Sonoma is really special. It's, it's just a calming place, I feel. Well, I agree. But you could have picked anywhere in Sonoma County. Right. Or you could have gone over to Napa Valley. Right. What was it specifically about the town of Sonoma that um, called you? <laughs> I Well, I felt like there was a sense of community. Uh, you know, you, and we did look at other locations mm-hmm. surrounding us, but I felt like, you know, when you're down on the square and you, in the past, go to the Tuesday night farmer's markets and, you know, you see where the locals hang out. Yeah. It's not just... And we so embrace tourists as well, and I love that aspect. But, you know, you see where, like, oh, yeah, they just where the locals hang out. And it's it's very family-friendly and very um, uh, open-minded. I just think it's a cool community. And you fit right in. Well, I kind of feel that way. I, 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 we've made uh, forever friends, and I love the different businesses around, and, and the owners and the employees, and so it's, it's, uh, we have no regrets and don't look back ever. Yeah. No good to do that anyways. Right? No, it's not healthy, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> if we took a step inside your home, mm-hmm. what would we see? What's your decorating style? So Tell for, us about it. For sure, beach-inspired. I, I have a lot of, as it, when you see the book, you'll know a little more about me, but I um, have a lot of family ties in Florida and the Bahamas. And then growing up in Portland, we would go to the beach every weekend. So for sure, beach inspired. And, um, you know, love the crisp whites and the blues and uh, the natural elements and, um, you know, water elements and uh, lighting. Uh, great sound system. Yeah. I, it, it, some may say boho chic a little bit too. Yeah. But I just think something soft and inviting where you can just walk in and feel at home and you're not hesitant to sit there or touch this. You could just be. I think that's how I describe it. Okay. Yeah. Favorite room in your house? Well, favorite room in my house is probably the kitchen because I love creating in there and I love the views that it offers to the front and the back of the house. Uh, We've got a fabulous backyard with lots of foliage and then the front, just a beautiful view. But kind of a favorite private area is we have a deck off of our master bedroom and it's just a nice little oasis with, you know, wicker or bamboo furniture and... um, lots of big pillows and cool stuff and it's a great reading place I'll take my laptop out there and and use it as my private office and hear the birds chirping and it's uh, just kind of a nice little retreat in our house okay yeah when you kick back and relax who do you like to listen to what kind of music well it depends on you know it's like 
drinking and eating like the time of day and the mood and the weather and all that. But if I'm just chilling and relaxing, I'll listen to, um, you know, like Andre Bocelli. I'll listen to Adele or Ed Sheeran, um, Robbie Williams. I've Pink, you know, there's so many different artists that I love. There's a great on Spotify, it's uh, Miami Pool chill list which is fun it's just kind of like a cool vibe music that we play often in here but yeah I you know I really like classical if I'm just chilling out I think you're all over the place I'm totally all over the place I know that's I'm, I'm very eclectic but that's all right yeah that's all right yeah. there's it's it's kind of like your tasting room there's a song for every mood there's a there's a a beverage for every person there right? is yeah we have whiskey inspired and that's great for like you know uh well I mean our line we do have uh, a fabulous whiskey line and that's terrific and then rum we love rum and you know that just reminds me of jimmy buffett or bob marley and being on a boat with a very cool island drink right so for yeah. sure do you have a hidden talent do you collect something do you speak a second language did you go somewhere out of the ordinary or skydive or something tell me yeah give me a secret you know telling myself jokes and laughing is probably my best thing and nobody else getting it because I keep it to myself or uh, you know I I love to travel I um, I love Bali I love Italy I love France you know just so many different places so and we try to speak wherever we go and and put that upon the kids too so learn a bit of language so we know you know, like restaurant Italian and restaurant French and a little bit of, um, uh, you know, Balinese and, but. Well, that's fascinating. But only enough to like get us by a little bit. Right. So, but it's, I, I love kind of just learning new things. We love taking cooking classes when, when we travel. So, uh, you know, we embrace ourselves with the locals and did a fabulous cooking class this past summer over in Bali and also in um, uh, Thailand and and we did the same over in Italy and yeah I, I like to surf so that's kind of funky and do you do that regularly uh, not as often I like to I'm kind of a, a warm weather girl when I surf so it's either in Southern California or on vacation but not up not here up in the here. bloody triangle. <laughs> it's cold. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one to get into doing that. And years ago, I used to teach scuba. So that was quite fun while living in the Bahamas. And uh, we used to travel around in scuba quite a few places. Favorite scuba site? Oh, well, favorite scuba site for sure would have to be uh, in Abacos in the Bahamas. Yeah, it was, and what made it so special? Well, it's not that deep. It's probably 30, 40 feet. So the water is clear and blue. You could see the bottom. But it was a natural reserve where you would see parrotfish and manta ray and sharks and eels and all sorts of animals. I mean, all sorts of fish. But it was just the coolest thing because uh, it was so colorful. And the coral there was so brilliant and beautiful and not dead. So that was that for sure is the favorite. Is there a lot of dead coral? 
There is, unfortunately. Yeah, oh. people don't follow the guidelines and they touch it, which is oh. not a good thing. Or they'll, you know, relocate one piece to another. And it's, it's, yeah, there's a lot of damage out there in the environment. So that's sad. So to be able to go to a place like that and find different, you know, a variety of colors of coral and, and sea life is just the coolest thing. Very, very neat. I learned yeah. something. I like that. Well, we're going to wrap things up with what I like to call five quick questions. Okay. You ready? Sure. I have to ask, what's your favorite city in Italy? Oh, well. Five quick questions. Okay, so <laughs> I'd have to say Rome. It, there's so many facets and everything's within walking distance. Okay. What kind of car do you drive? Uh, Volvo. It's a uh, XC90. Okay. Last piece of candy you ate? Reese's uh, peanut butter cup, and that was on S'mores Saturday night. Okay. Favorite actor or actress? Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know if I could pinpoint that one. Um, one of your favorite. I kind of go old school, so, you know, um, I'm kind of the, the, I like the old movies. Favorite movie? I'd have no, to no, no, <laughs> bad girl. <laughs> okay, um, you know, I'm trying to think of someone super handsome and just great, but okay. I, how about like Cary Grant or? Oh yes, Cary Grant. You I love Cary Grant. <laughs> well, and I was thinking like Jimmy Stewart, you know, and um, Cary Grant, and definitely yeah. I, or George I love like Clooney. the Rat Pack. George <laughs> no. Clooney is great, but I I like like the old Rat Pack. Yeah, and then for women. No, you only get one. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. And then your last question. What is... My favorite director? No. <laughs> What's your favorite cocktail? Oh, uh, uh, my favorite cocktail... Right now. Right now, probably because of the weather. So it's between two. I'd have to say the Mai Tai and then the Hemingway Daiquiri. And those. if you want to learn more about those, you have to come to Prohibition Spirit. Exactly, yes. <laughs> Amy, so much fun to sit down with you, and thank you for having me. Oh, thank you, Michelle. So much fun, and, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm just so thankful that you brought me on, and, and uh, yeah, you guys, go buy this book. I can't wait to read it myself. It's so cool. Visit WineCountryWomen.com to join our exclusive list so you can be the first to learn about upcoming offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new edition of Wine Country Women.